Hello, and welcome to a new episode of Blood Orange. We are so pretentious. We are Caitlin and Christina. We've been friends for 20 years and found the only bit of TV we agree on is Project Runway. So we're going to be watching and breaking down our favorite outfits and fashion catastrophes starting from the very beginning. We hope you'll join in and watch along with us. The fifth season is available on DVD or online, and today we'll be talking about season five, episode 12. What happened in this episode, Caitlin? Um, a lot. And I wrote my first note was, thank God, there's only two more episodes. <laughs> <laughs> like we've been saying for like the last month, why won't this season end? It has been an inordinately long season, but we've also skipped several weeks where yeah. we've been busy doing other stuff. Um, I started with Cordo opens with a life story. Uh-oh. <laughs> she did? I didn't even notice. What did she yeah, say? Yeah, she was like, oh I, I'm the oldest one out of everyone here I'm 33 I'm married and I have a kid I had to put my dream off so and then like it cuts to Leanne talking about um wishing Kenley had been eliminated last week <laughs> maybe my headphones weren't in or something like that because I don't remember that at all I remember Kenley or um Leanne saying Kenley should have got home that's where mine started oh yeah right before that Cordo is like getting ready and talking about how her life is different than everyone else's because she had to put off her dream and I was like oh that's not a good Uh-oh. sign you don't want to be the start of an episode like that nope yeah and so Kenley won't talk to Leanne because she blames her <laughs> she thinks Leanne sabotaged her you can't <laughs> sabotage someone's look by walking badly she, um, she says that Leanne made it look stupid like no the look was stupid Leanne did her yeah. best <laughs> I said it was a fool's outfit. She looked, you set her up to look like a fool, not yeah. the other way around. Um, think, of, think of the other way. Poor Leanne had to wear that <laughs> and walk in it and try to sell it. She did her best. She tried to make it look like she was hip hop. Mm-hmm. She did her best. And then Jarrell's losing his goddamn mind because he's all by himself in that apartment. He made Joe and Suede oranges to talk to. <laughs> And then I said, I figured it would be really nice to have an apartment to yourself because you're with these people all day. But then I'm like, oh, he doesn't have TV and they're not allowed to read magazines. Yeah, he literally, he, brought. he literally took a Sharpie and drew on oranges to make roommates so that he has someone to talk to. Like, yeah. That, oh what was yeah. that movie with Tom Hanks? Oh, Castaway? <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> it's Castaway level crazy. That movie always cracks me up because I have the greatest memory for when my parents had my dog, Gus. Do you remember Gus? Yeah. When Gus was a puppy, I was homesick one day and I was in my parents' room because they had cable in their bedroom and we were watching HBO and it was Castaway. I was like, oh, I like this movie. I'm going to watch it. And there's this part where they like do like a slow close-up of Tom Hanks because it's supposed to be like the serious like monologue. And Gus was like... (laughs) Tom Hanks I'm like oh Gus hates Tom Hanks <laughs> go figure it was like have you ever seen that video where that person shows their husky a picture of Julia Roberts no oh and their dog like freaks out it was like that it was funny like <laughs> your dog I, just really hated Tom Hanks I think he thought that Tom Hanks was like gonna come out of the tv I don't know <laughs> I love when animals watch tv it cracks me up I remember seeing Castaway because that was like high school, roughly. Yeah, we were in high school. Yeah, and my dad was like, this movie looks like it's going to be really good. We are all going to see this movie. And I was like, I really have no interest in seeing this movie. And he's like, yeah, we're all going. We're all going to go see Castaway. And so we, he made everyone go. And we sat there and watched the whole movie. And we left and he went, well, that sucked. <laughs> I like the movie. It's, going, none of us liked it. I, I would never have seen it in theaters. It's a good, like, I'm just going to sit on my couch on a rainy Saturday kind of a movie. I have but, never seen it again. Oh, <laughs> I've seen it a couple of times, but I do remember, I do vividly remember talking to a, a dude on MS Messenger and him and his best friend went and saw Castaway and I made fun of him. I was like, <laughs> out of all the movies... Your 16-year-old yeah. ass is going to go see I don't Cast even away. remember what else was out at the time, but I remember being like, do we have to do Cast? Yeah, I think like, there's, there's, got, there's other movies. I think, I think there was other movies at the time because I feel like that's why I made fun of him. Yeah, I, I remember being like, but what about, why don't we go see this movie? I don't remember what else was out, but I remember being like, 
let's not let's what about the other movie we'll, we'll look we it up after because i feel like there was other movies going on because i feel like they, that's why i made fun of this kid because i was like why did you go see castaway <laughs> anyways i'm gonna look it up while we talk about how they picked models or didn't i didn't write anything about it cordo kept her model Cord- yeah Kato, I didn't write- Kato kept her model i mispronounced is it carto or koto i think it's Kato. Kato. what Cutto. I don't think they really pronounce the R. It's been a whole season. We should have had it down by now. (laughs) I know. They say it so fast. Maybe there is no R. They do say it really fast. Um, Yeah, so she keeps her model. So Heidi lets the designers know they're going on a field trip. And Tim Gunn is going to take them. And then they end up at the Botanical Gardens of New York. And it looks amazing. If I ever make it to New York, I want to go it does i love that as an inspiration i was like me too oh my god so cool as soon as i saw it i was like oh this is my episode i said i would totally get married there if i was looking for a venue in new york (laughs) so (laughs) could you imagine how hard it would be to find a venue in new york there's just so many amazing places how do you choose i imagine it's very hard because most of them are probably booked years in advance so it's probably like brutal that's true. Um, and of course, Collier Strong's there. I guess this is the first time we've seen him this season. He's just been around forever. So I'm just like, oh, yeah, it's Collier Strong. Yeah, they like introduced him and it did seem like, shouldn't they know who he is? But I I was like, oh, he's been on this season before. But I, they say, oh, it's so good to finally meet you. And I'm like, oh, oh, I guess we're just combined. He's just always there. He's like Tim Gunn. He's like in the background all the time for us. So. Um, and then he announces the challenge and it's to create an evening gown inspired by nature. And I'm already obsessed with this challenge because you know me and flowers and color. And you, you really, it seems like this should have been like Kenley's challenge to win because she loves going like crazy flower prints. No. And somehow she does it. Like, I don't, I don't she doesn't like gowns. They're, pretentious or whatever she said she's uh, like old she's such a bitch <laughs> i say that a lot towards the end <laughs> and then so tim gunn tells them that they have cameras and they have an hour to take pictures for inspiration and then it's back to the studio and i would have ran for the pink camera i did not notice that the cameras were different colors they were there was like oh, one I pink one. They were all like all. maybe one was darker, but they were all silver, and there was like one random pink one. That would have been me. Um oh, then, I also put oh. um Kato talks about her mom also at this point, and I was like, uh-oh. Red flag, warning, warning. <laughs> like, you can't say personal you things that so you're you booted. Need, you need to stop talking. <laughs> uh I said Leanne is scared of bees, and I said, When was the I last was- time you were stung by a bee? I don't know when it's been a long time when was last time you sung mine's actually kind of a funny story so it was the one time I went to camp when I was in Girl Scout so I was probably in like fifth grade fourth or fifth and I fucking hate volleyball with a passion and they were making us play volleyball and I was setting up the net and I was like I don't want to fucking play volleyball and I saw a bee so I grabbed it and I got stung so you did it intentionally so you didn't have to play volleyball that's how much I hate fucking volleyball (laughs) I remember once in high school Katie and I decided you know what we haven't played Barbies in a long time (laughs) so we decided to have a Barbie play date where I took a bunch of Barbie stuff to her house and she pulled out all her Barbie stuff I kind of recall you guys telling me the story (laughs) It was fun. It was stupid. It was so fun. And I think I remember being pissed because I love Barbie. <laughs> Why did you fight me? <laughs> I got stung by a bee on the way there, though. Like in the car, a bumblebee flew in the window and stung me on the leg. It hurt so bad. I was just, I was just stung right here in this finger by just like a regular bee, and my finger swelled a little bit. It wasn't that bad. It was worth it. It was worth not having to play volleyball. That was a bumblebee. I think that might be the only time I was stung by a bee, but I've also been stung by wasps. I remember being stung by a bumblebee when I was a little kid after church. I have a very vivid memory of it. And 
or um that vivid uh like what's the word i'm trying to think of that's an opposite of vivid scattered i don't know surreal <laughs> i don't know just bits and pieces i do remember being bit as a little kid by a bumblebee and i remember that hurting a lot but it might have been just because i was like little little and it was after church so i blame jesus it was traumatic <laughs> jesus's fault i don't remember exactly where it was it was in pioneer and i used to drive past that i had to drive past that spot when i would go see marlena all the time and i'd be like that's where that might be but yeah <laughs> anyways um they have to select one photo and they have 30 minutes 250 dollars in two days yeah i said yay they better bring they it challenge. they don't they don't i was gonna say they don't i was it's a little disappointed it might have been better if it had been a one-day challenge <laughs> i wrote i kind of like one that, that's it i didn't really like any of them no, yeah i well. really didn't either it's um, more like one i really like the silhouette but that was it anyways we'll get there um and then i actually wrote that the fabric henley found really looked like the photo so i was getting i was getting excited to see what she was doing i was giving her the benefit of the doubt i know i thought it was weird that she'd chosen like a leather or something or maybe it wasn't was it a leather it was like a no, it was it a leather it was fabric just a, it was just like a textured kind of fabric and it did look like the leaves it did look like the leaves but she went very literal and tried to like recreate the photo she went very godzilla Jarrell called yeah. it purple villa and i laughed really hard <laughs> um some fabric gets left behind at mood kato says like is this someone's fabric and i guess no one answers or no one hears her and it gets left on the counter i didn't i missed that i did not catch that yeah she's got her stack of fabric and she goes is this someone's fabric and like no one pays attention and i she doesn't say it that loud but she's sort of like she knows it's not hers and then she's like and That's funny. I missed that. I'm, I must have been typing because I completely missed that. And then I said, LOL, Kenley forgot her fabric. All her black tools, she forgot it. She's all pissed off. And then I wrote, good for Jarell Corto for not sharing her tool. It's a yeah, lesson they, she needs to learn that you can't be a bitch. Yeah, they have, they have extra. And at one point she even asked them if it's for sale and they're like, nope. Because yeah, I wrote there's a comment so where rude to them. She asked Darrell, can I buy them? Is there a way I can buy it? And he was like, No, I might need it. And then you see Corto like hiding hers. And I said, Good for you. <laughs> That's what I would have done. It's been so mean that like it's no one life... it's a life. Lesson. One thing if it was some like, oh, you've been really nice all season, and so I'm motivated to help you because mm -hmm. how friendly you are. But like any anybody else they would have gave them that tool yeah. anybody else they would have done it it is a lesson do not be nasty and insulting to people if you ever need a favor from them <laughs> don't no, do it. just don't be nasty in general like when well I... yes that's obviously ideal but if you're going to be nasty don't do it to someone you're ever going to need a favor from yeah like when i got my house refinanced so sometimes they waive the fee like the the closing fee and the per my agent i was super nice to the whole time we joked around a lot and he waived my 500 dollars fee just because i was a good normal person <laughs> and he's like i deal with a lot of jerks <laughs> that's the jerk tax but yeah i would have done the same like i even said to myself like if i ever was on a reality show I never will but if i ever was on a reality show i'd rather have been eliminated for being nice and helping somebody be nice to every single person <laughs> yeah, I'd rather have been screwed over for being nice than eliminated for being a bitch. Yeah. I'd just I mean, rather have been that like, legacy. It's not like it's hidden from the judges because she acts the same way in front of the judges and they're all kind of sick of her too. Like the no, look on Heidi's face during judging in this episode. It's just like, are you really talking to me this way? I know, I wrote a comment <laughs> about that when we get there. But yeah, no, absolutely. I would not have shared my tool with her and she deserves it. It's a life lesson. Nobody's being mean to you. You were mean to them. No, she still thinks that she's being, I mean, she says it multiple times through this episode that she's always been left out and she's always had to like fight and all that. And it's like, no, they're leaving you out because you're mean and nasty. Mean so and they nasty. don't want to be around you. You always have to put people down. You're not, you don't give critique. You 
give backhanded comments constantly through this whole season she's mean and i'll also i should point she probably because she was raised on a tugboat she wasn't raised <laughs> in public school when they when she said she was raised on a tugboat i was like oh maybe kato will be okay because now she's telling her life story yeah. maybe that's what it is she didn't go to school and didn't learn social skills and she probably was the family princess and nobody put her in her place and told her to be nice yeah i don't think them not being willing to sell the tool to her or give the tool to her taught her anything though because she thinks that they're just all mean and it's all on them like she does not see that they don't want to help her because she's been mean all season like she's been Mm -hmm. nasty yeah I want to like I said, it. I'm the nicest person, but I would not give her my tool. No. She, I'm gonna say you're the nicest person too. No tool. Never. Could you imagine if when we went to Burning Man and remember when what's his face helped us set up our tent in the middle of the night? When he held you know, the flashlight, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but he still held the flashlight. Could you imagine us being rude to him after that? Never. Nicest person in the world. It was Craig, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nicest person in the world even if you not don't quite remember who it was it was a long time it was, it was 2 a.m <laughs> it's still honestly i feel like i'm gonna be on my deathbed and i'm gonna be like we're all right we're all right because that memory <laughs> is just so funny i i will cherish it for the rest of my That's life because we were delirious <laughs> that was actually a different year those are two different years two different burning bands <laughs> Because in that year, during We Were All Right, we slept in the car the first night rather than I thought, okay, so I'm glad you reminded me because I thought it was, we slept in the car and then Craig came out and was like, what are you doing? I'll help you set up the tent, but you're right. You're totally right. They're two different years. Which one was first? The first one was We're All Right because the reason we set up the tent the next year was because we were like, we're not doing that again. We were not all right. (laughs) That was when the gasoline had spilled in the car. So we had to sleep with the windows down. I was in our car. My car was packed so full that you couldn't move the seat, and I was like on the steering wheel, and I was so tired that I could fall asleep. That's how tired I was. <laughs> I don't even remember it. The, the we're all right thing came out of Simon Amstel stand up mm-hmm. when he's he got a cat because he thought it would make him less lonely, and he found himself gripping his cat, going, "We're all right, aren't we?" For some reason, I told you that story while we were trying to sleep in your car. We were all you right. told it prior. You told it prior. And then we were sitting in silence trying to sleep. And then you just said, we're all right. We're all right. And it just hit different because it was such a, like, it was a situation where, like, why are we here? And we did this to ourselves. It was at the same year we did the bye-bye-bye on repeat and to see who would crack first. The year we did Bye 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 on repeat was the year NSYNC had that random comeback at the video awards, the VMAs. Oh, without Justin. Justin's never what? been back with NSYNC. I, was he not there? I feel no. like he was there for the, the VMAs that mm-hmm. one year because didn't we, we, we loaded it while we were in line for Burning Man and it took like 10 hours to get in and it took that long to get the video to load. <laughs> I don't think he was. I mean, you can look it up, but I don't think he was. I feel like he's never been with NSYNC ever again. I mean, I think, I think he'll do it now because that was two that, yeah, Justin Timberlake reunites with NSYNC 2013 VMAs, August 30th. We were in line at Burning Man in 2013 and we couldn't get the video to load because there were 10,000 other people also using their phones. Maybe that's why he was there. I don't know. I felt like it wasn't, but th- that's why the VMAs always make me think of Burning Man. Because <laughs> we're just sitting and so we just turned on the CD instead. Couldn't get the video. I don't even like NSYNC. I never even was into boy bands, but um, I actually this is funny (laughs) talking about it. We were in the. Have you been listening to one hundred seven point nine? The new the kiss. God no. It's good. You'll like it. It has like, it plays a lot of the older songs. It was like one hundred six point five when or one hundred seven nine when we were in our twenties when it was when it was um the end. Yeah, but it's considered oldies now. Um, yeah, but they play somewhat newer songs too, but it's mostly older songs. It's stuff that we like. And um, they were playing Backstreet Boys. And Jimmy's like, is this NSYNC or Backstreet Boys? I was like, it's Backstreet Boys. You can't tell the difference? Like, no. And I was like, I didn't even, I was like, I don't even like the boy bands, but I can tell them apart. They're different. 
I was like Backstreet Boys like you got completely different voices yeah I was gonna say they have kind of the nice the better voices but like NSYNC well, were the better dancers I feel like Backstreet Boys leaned more into R&B than NSYNC did too yeah yeah NSYNC was definitely more dancey and I saw a TikTok later that was really funny where it was like remember when we thought NSYNC was like the best dance group on the planet and I always thought like <laughs> oh they're the best dancers and they, they're like this now? this is what we thought I saw that one <laughs> I always thought I thought that was so funny because we watched when we were like, 12 they they could dance <laughs> don't you miss when the pop when the pop people had to dance yeah it was fun do you remember the band steps no oh dude it was a British band but their entire I think they're still around their entire premise was that they're dances had dance steps that could be taught so the audience could do the dance too oh that's fun no no i never (laughs) really the only band group i was ever into was girls or uh, spice girls probably around the same time period i only like spice girls i never got into the boy bands i never got into the later girl bands i I just i bought into every one of them i wasn't super into pop music when i was younger you weren't until like after high school yeah so I got really soup like I love pop that's me I'm, I'm a pop girly <laughs> through and through but like yeah I didn't like it until I was after high school I thought I was I was too cool for it and I was like oh missing out mistake huge mistake same dye my hair black huge mistake <laughs> <laughs> okay. I know I look did you see do you see your Spotify gives you your um the wraps your wraps yeah mine was like I swear I'm a straight female and not a gay man when I saw <laughs> it was like Charlie XCX Britney six the musical legally blonde the musical and then I think it was it was Tori well, so I was like my number one artist was Britney Spears yeah I was like <laughs> I swear was- I'm a straight woman and I'm not a gay man Katie but. texted me the morning that came out. I got like a bunch of texts and she was like laughing hysterically because um one of her top artists, or maybe it was her top artist, was NSYNC. <laughs> we had a good laugh about it. Yeah, mine was, but um I will say though, I use my Spotify more for um podcasts, which oh my god. Oh yeah, I found a podcast podcast that you need to listen to. We'll talk about it after this, but it's a local thing. Really? Yeah, I'll 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 tell you after this because I don't want to like. I mean, nobody's listening to us. (laughs) I just don't want to get sued. Um, Started listening to the Shadow Hunters podcast, which is a show you never watched, but it's a very similar thing. But it's actors on the show that talk about filming the show. Episode. What the hell is Shadow Hunters? It was a um, freeform show. It was based on a what's freeform, ABC Family. Oh, okay. After they stopped being ABC Family, they're not ABC Family anymore. No, they're freeform, or I I think they're freeform now. I don't, I haven't watched, I haven't watched them since Shadowhunters. I don't know. That was the only show I watched on there. I haven't watched. What was on ABC Family that I watched? Because I'm thinking of the CW. I don't know. I don't know what I watched on ABC Family. I don't um, think I did. I you wouldn't like it. Okay, <laughs> it's That's a all super- I need to know. It's a supernatural show. And oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And then yeah, I said Corto straight up hiding her tool. I would do that too. And then Tim Gunn comes in and does tell Kenley, if you have the receipt, you can go to Mood and get it. And she looked fucking pissed. I guess no one had told her yet or something. No, she's like, he told her, if you have the receipt, you can go to Mood. And she's like, oh, okay. And I think she thought that she figured a producer or somebody or someone would, would go get, get it for her because she looked and it just made me hate her even more. <laughs> that was the most bitchy Karen face I've ever seen in my entire life. Like of all people to be mean to, don't be mean to Tim Gunn. Come on. And they're doing you a favor. They're telling you, yeah, you can go, but you know, you made the mistake. So you have to take the time to go fix it. Yeah. It's not a big deal. You fucking forgot your fabric. You should be happy that they're letting you run away and get that. Yeah, I mean, they don't let them kind of, I mean, I guess she does have a camera crew following her, but it seems like they don't really let them out of the eyes of sight of producers much at all while they're filming. They're not. So she's probably lucky 
Yeah, so she's probably lucky that they let her separate from the group and go off on her own. Exactly. But I, I really feel like she figured that somebody from the crew would get it. And that's why she was like, made like a sour face. Ugh. They do eventually let her go get it. They don't let her go right then, though, because Collier Strong comes in to visit and do a makeup consultation. Yeah, I said gather, I did a gather around. Yeah, Collier Strong doing consulting of the overall makeup look. Um, Kenley's complaining about being left out and doesn't know why. Yeah. Oh yeah, because they go back. Darrell, to- Coteau, and Leanne are having fun and joking around on one side of the workroom, and Kenley is all by herself on the other side of the workroom. Because you're bad. And she starts talking about her childhood on a tugboat. Well, she talked about going on a tugboat to the way to mood. Yeah, but that's when she leaves is when they're all having fun on one side of their own and oh yeah because she's like bye guys and like everyone's just like we don't care <laughs> <laughs> they're over her yeah it's... i know i've had like people at work who are like total bitches and like hard to work with and like they've come to me and like complain like no one likes me i'm just had to like kindly be like oh you know kind of your attitude <laughs> <laughs> i wish it's one of those things where like when someone really needs to hear that they're not going to believe it anyway no they never believed it i was a bitch for telling them yeah but you asked and i told them very <laughs> nicely i wasn't just like you're a bitch i was just like oh you know i kind of like skirted around it too i was like you know maybe it's sort of your attitude it's kind of you're kind of difficult to work with or you kind of put a lot of your work on other people's plates and then take credit for it and they're like oh you're a bitch okay <laughs> welcome to hr <laughs> this is before hr but yeah <laughs> i don't have to make those conversations i i don't get paid enough for it. i i send it to my supervisor i've had like there's people who've been like total rude to me and i'm just like supervisor <laughs> <laughs> not my problem anymore because <laughs> she'll she'll stop it and make sure you're not, not a bitch anymore um anyways Tim comes in to visit. Oh, and he says that Kenley's dress looks like fish scales, and she's like excited. Yeah, she says that's a compliment because that's what she was going for. And he's like, "But this is a botanical challenge, not an under the sea challenge." Yeah, he's like, "This is <laughs> an aquarium." And speaking of aquariums, my coworker used to work in an aquarium, and he said that you would be shocked and how mean and aggressive otters are. <laughs> Really? <laughs> he okay. said that that was like the one thing that attacked people all the time and like mm-hmm. their bites are really nasty because the way their teeth are he's like if you get bit by otter you have to get stitches oh i was like oh, they're so cute no. they like to hold hands yeah he's like if you ever see an otter out in the wild don't go anywhere near it because there's otters in the american river here yeah i can't say i think i saw it skull from an otter once but i've never seen a live one um i've never i've seen an otter in auburn because we like to hike in auburn because it's very easy just like it's more of like a nature walk than a hike and so me and jimmy have done that a couple times and i want to do it when ladybird is fully vaccinated i want to take her up on a hike so she can smell everything and then i've seen an otter from afar i wasn't close but i could see it and yeah he was just like never go near (laughs) well i mean wild animal anyway well yeah (laughs) we know that (laughs) some people don't (laughs) some people don't but some people weren't raised near wild animals (laughs) Uh, one of my favorite tiktoks when i first got into tiktok was this guy who was like white women are insane and they aren't afraid of anything that like they see a bear and they would put a bow on it and get him in their subaru And it always cracks me up because they were raised around wild animals. It's kind of true. White white people just like do stupid shit. Like we're the ones that always are like, "There's an axe murderer. Let's go. Let's go find that abandoned cabin." (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's a movie. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, like, it's just like, and the white people are the ones writing those movies. I don't know. know, It just it cracks me up. <laughs> I like I like being made fun of for my stereotype. I, it always makes me laugh. 
Um, more of Tim's visit. He tells Kato that the front of her dress is sleek 2008, but the back is Catherine the Great. That sounded like um, a an, an Black Eyed Peas lyric. That's been a minute, but maybe. <laughs> he has a, she, she says, like, that was so 2000 and late. <laughs> oh, did she? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what year that song came out, but uh, he yeah. Tells- he tells Jarrell that he's responding positively to the layers, but it looks unfinished. And he tells Leanne hers is hello, Dolly, and blah, which is not great for <laughs> a review. I wrote everyone's is looking a bit too much for me. Yeah, there's, they, I think it's just the last look. It seems like, I feel like this happens every season, the last look before Fashion Week. Everyone panics. Yeah, I think the nerves get to all turn out bad. Because like, Kurtzow's like, full-on like crying a lot of this episode and she <laughs> doesn't strike me as a crier okay tim gunn tells everyone how proud he is of them he was paid to say that and then i yeah. have leanne's crying in the diary room jarell's crying in the diary room kato is crying in the diary room <laughs> like literally one after another they're in the diary room just sobbing <laughs> the episode with this was too much <laughs> yeah i i think it is i think they get too much in their head and that's what happened in this one um but what was it? I'm up to uh, runway. I don't have anything else. Oh, I kind of wrote that. Like, yeah, there was like, Jarrell was ironing his stuff the the morning of the runway, and you could tell it hits him like, this is this is the last time I'm here. Yeah. Regardless of what happens, and I would be crying too because I have like this weird like um, once I finally get to something, get like the end of something I've been thinking about for so long, and then when it's finally over. I get like really depressed. Like I, like I do it every time. Like when I go on a trip and I'm finally on the trip and then it's over, I get really depressed. So that's why I have to constantly plan another thing. It's like, <laughs> even when I gave birth, I was like, I'm so excited to give birth. I don't want to be pregnant anymore. And then when I wasn't, I was like, I'm not pregnant anymore. Um, We're at runway. We yeah, have guest judge Georgina Chapman from Makessa, I think is what. Makesa? And I said barf. I don't know who she is or what. You don't know who she is? Anyway, Georgina Chapman it was Harry Harvey Weinstein's wife. Oh, okay, yeah, I did. That's why no she's idea the, who she was. That's why she's a judge in the All Stars. Oh, yeah, and it's Marseille. So yeah, so she's there because the producer. I thought they called it Macasia, but maybe no, not. it's like Marseille or Mark Marquise. I think it's Marquise. Um, so she's there because the production company put her there. <laughs> you're yeah, back to the like, owner of the production company yeah it turned out too like after all of the stuff that came out about him um that he would pressure people like actresses to wear her designs on the red on the red carpet i honestly like her designs before everything happened um she but you wouldn't like it but it was very more my side it was very it was very like <laughs> a lot of like florals to it it was very girly I can't say anything like I don't know anything about her but I don't necessarily think we should go guilt by association just because she was married to him unless she was she like knew. somehow involved she knew. you think she so and say I don't know anything about her so the fact that it was such an open secret in Hollywood yeah that's true that's true and then finding out like how disgusting his body was she's probably just like at least it wasn't me yeah like all that stuff come out about his penis I did never once did I read anything about Harvey Weinstein. I don't want to know. Okay, then I won't tell you. But yeah, I think she knew. I don't, I feel bad for the children. Am I gonna, do I think she deserves jail time? No, but I so would So many never. people knew though, so. Yeah, and that's why like, the. the other way. That's why the Brad Pitt movie flopped. Because everyone knew Brad Pitt knew which Brad Pitt movie so there's a movie that just came out and it's supposed to be about the beginning of the me too movement and he produced it and everyone's like well first of all you hit your wife yeah you hit your children and then you fucking knew and there's interviews proof saying that you knew that he harassed two of your girlfriends and you still worked with him so yeah yeah that's sketchy yeah Brad Pitt's to my shit list so fuck you Brad Pitt 
if you hear this fuck you. i love angelina so much that me too and i feel so guilty being a kid and like falling into this trope that she was this evil like um homewrecker yeah i never bought it i always loved her like i was like it takes one it takes two people to and she wasn't the one that was married he was um i was more with the billy <laughs> bob thornton thing i don't know anything about that i don't think i paid much attention uh, so it's funny lauren dern used to babysit her and then she was engaged to billy bob thornton and she was out of the country filming something and then she saw in the news that they were on the red carpet at the vmas like talking about their blood and stuff he never broke up with her yeah that's weird but also angelina julie still wasn't the one that cheated there yeah i know and i, I <laughs> like she was still no i completely agree but yeah. like i i let the media because i was young i let yeah. the media do that to me and i'm just like yeah no she didn't do anything wrong and then to this day billy bob thornton's son says that she still calls him off his birthday and sends gifts and she ex- was extremely close and then credits his better relationship that he had with his dad because of her and you could tell her kids absolutely love her and i think it's that is i think really telling is the fact that her kids like worship her yeah and then also i think it's great that she's letting her daughter of color go to an all black college because it's actually extremely common for white people who adopt children of color to like try to alienate them from their heritage because they think that it's gonna alienate them from their kids and no she's like all for it she's like yeah oh yeah i'm so excited videos of the the opening weekend so cute yeah like i said like i work in adoption in child welfare and like this is a common fucking thing where people of color like if they go to a school with only other black kids they're gonna start to resent us and she's like not like that and i think her other child lives in seoul going to college in seoul who's korean yeah that's the one that ended up that brad pitt supposedly hit and he and also i think it's what nothing to do i was gonna yeah i think it's telling that a couple of the kids are adults now and they seem to not have anything to do with brad pitt at least not publicly they don't want anything to do with him and that's like it's their choice at this point and it's and also i will (laughs) say she gets a lot of slack for playing uh, a mixed woman in that movie pearl i never saw it i never saw it either but it was supposed it was about a woman who's she's a journalist and her husband was killed in afghanistan when, when the war of afghanistan was like really like starting but apparently she was really good friends with the woman and the woman wanted her to play her so it's a little different yeah but I don't, anyways I, I never saw, okay we're at runway <laughs> We went on Georgina Chapman. Chapman rant. Oh, also a random thing. She did divorce Harvey Weinstein after all of it, of course. And that's another reason I'm like, she probably knew. She's just plain face. She probably wanted an excuse to divorce this nasty ass, anyways. But um she was like, is or was dating Adrian Brody, and he like bought her a, like a castle. Oh, that's gotta be nice. Yeah, I don't know if they're still <laughs> together, but I remember reading that and being like, what the fuck? Okay. I want a castle. Where's my castle? Okay. I have to kiss Adrian Brody. He's weird. Kato is first. I said I like it because I like the low neckline and I see the inspiration, but it's just a like. I mean, I liked the color. I, yeah, I, I like love the- that she chose like such a bright color for botanical gardens like yeah and i see the flower in the dress i feel like she's the one that nailed the inspiration the best i hate the fabric she picked though it is so wrinkled yeah i I feel like jerelle made the same mistake they both chose like taffeta or something and it's just it is so wrinkled it does look kind of like a prom like a sexy prom dress it doesn't look like a sophisticated evening gown that you would wear on the runway or a red carpet yeah none of them look Red carpet. No, no, oh, no, absolutely not. 
Um, Leanna's next. So I said, of course, I love the color because I love anything purple, but it looks really unfinished. And it also looks like she took the dress out of like the dryer and there's like a random sock stuck to it. <laughs> yeah, I put better fabric choice because it doesn't look wrinkled. But why is there a blue chunk of fabric tucked in the butt? Yeah, it looks like <laughs> it, she sat on something and some reason it's stuck on her butt. It yeah. looked terrible. She should have never done it. I still see the inspiration with she's, just the purple. At the end, when they're rushing to get done, and she's like, I still have to add this blue fabric. Just, I want to go it. back in time and be like, don't, just stop. Like, don't add the blue fabric. It's it better does, without it. Yeah, it doesn't add any kind of different element or anything like that. Um, Jarrell's next. I said, I love you, but I don't see the inspiration in the dress, and it doesn't fit her at all. It's very shapeless or like paper bag. She's very bag lady kind of. It's It looks like awful. She's wearing a really tiny two-top bra with like a comforter around her. Yeah, something like that. It's, it's very, very poofy. I do like the beading at the top. I thought that yeah. was cute. I could see the dress working when he talked about like what he would have done if he had more time and I could see it and I could see why the judges saw the potential in it but it was it was the most unique one out. yes it was the most most exciting one to look at for sure because he chose like three different color fabrics and three different texture fabrics and so like there was a lot of yeah I liked that like a lot to look at yeah I liked that hint of green at the you know inside the dress when she like moved yeah if I had to pick one, I guess it would be him, but, um, and and Lisa's last, but I said, it's a fucking costume. It looks like a first year fashion student made it. It's really bad. And I'd hide, I had high hopes for it when I saw the fabric she picked and it's just, bleh. Yeah, it's fine. It was a costume. It was very literal. Like very it was, literal. she tried to be like, okay, I chose these leaves. So I'm going to put leaves on it using the fabric would have been enough of it the inspiration like she could have done something completely different using that fabric and they still could have seen the inspiration she should have kept if she wanted to do that shape okay but like she shouldn't have done the petals at the ankles she should have just made that tool yeah maybe i don't know it's it's and then she put like a stupid belt on it she did put a belt on it yeah yeah, she did not look cool. Like, they even say that she doesn't look cool. She does not look hip. She does not she look modern. She says something about, like, oh, gowns to her sound so old. And they're like, she looks old. Yeah. Like, she doesn't look hip. And then she's like, oh, I didn't want to do something cliche. And Michael Kors is like, I wrote cliche. <laughs> it was. It was extremely cliche. It was the most cliche out of all of them. Yeah. Um, and then I said, I felt really bad for Porto. She got really grilled and you could tell she's really upset. And like I said, lots of me, tears lots to of tears. me, she doesn't seem like a crier. So I think she really just finally hit that emotional wall and she just can't do it anymore. I mean, yeah. I'm a big crier, but I cry because I always feel a, a lot better when I do. It like clears my mind. I'm an angry crier, which is very frustrating. Yeah. I don't like I'm not sad I'm angry yeah I angry cry I frustrate cry I cry when I'm sad but also like I feel like I get that emotion out when I cry like I get that anger leaves me that depression leaves me my frustration leaves me and like my head feels clear so like that's why I'm like you know I'm gonna fucking cry because <laughs> everything just it like it get it, like I could just think of what the next move I need to do I just I don't think there's anything wrong with crying. I'm going to teach Everett you're allowed to cry. It helps. I never get mad at him for crying. Yeah, it's... that boys don't cry thing is bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> I I completely play into any kind of feminine side if he wants it. Like, I'll buy him a baby doll. I don't give a fuck. I encourage it. He has a doll. He doesn't play never... a baby doll. He doesn't play with it. I've but never understood one. that boys don't play with dolls because, like, what's the threat here that they might be a dad one day? Yeah. <laughs> I read somewhere that it's good for boys to play with baby dolls because it it, uh, it um it touches into their nurturing side and they should have that and I'm like yeah and there's something playing with a doll or a Barbie doesn't make you gay yeah it's no a toy it's a toy no. <laughs> if the kids like <laughs> toys aren't like shouldn't be gendered anyway 
but I remember reading something once that's like if your kids like if the toys you're playing with involve genitals they're not kids toys like yeah <laughs> so it doesn't matter mm-hmm. no people put all they care about is that it's toys <laughs> I know I've seen like videos where people are like they think that going to drag shows are going to make them gay but then they constantly even that sexualizes the children but then the straight couple will always be like my son is such a ladies man and this this and like no he's four yeah. he's not a ladies man he's four I why are you sexualizing your child all I can figure about like people being upset about drag story time is they're not familiar with drag queens they don't understand like go to a drag story time and watch it it's character it's theater like it's literally kids like characters they like big personalities and here's someone telling them a story that's it and that they're very pretty too I would love I would have I would have died in happiness if I had a drag queen read me a story as a little girl because I was the epitome of like feminine and glamour and I loved all All that stuff (laughs) yeah that's why I loved Disney princesses because I wanted their fucking gowns. I wanted their makeup. I want so I would have been in glee if a drag queen read to me as a little girl. I probably would have been my parents would have regretted it because I probably would have never stopped talking about it. <laughs> I need that dress. Yeah, I want I would be like, I need to look that beautiful. <laughs> probably would have changed my life in the good um we went on this tangent again yeah and then I said <laughs> so like they're talking to Kenley they're poking at her and I said Kenley has some serious fucking balls to poke back at I was like could you imagine as a freelance designer arguing with the editor of Elle magazine a well-known household name designer and a household name one of the top first supermodels and you're arguing with them yeah when Heidi says that it's not sophisticated or something and she like snapped back I wasn't going for sophistication the look on Heidi's face I know, Heidi was just like excuse me like are you really talking to me like this and it's like and then some fucking balls bitch and then it's not my- like they're just random people yeah. or your fellow contestants like these are established people <laughs> And then Michael Kors saying, like, what's going to happen if she, like, creates a line someday and she's talking to a buyer and they say they don't like the sleeve on something. Is she going to pull out a knife and stab them? Like, like, what? How did I miss that? I've been, maybe my video that I watched was weird because I don't remember him saying that either. (laughs) He doesn't say it when she's out there. He says it after they've gone back and the the judges are just chatting amongst themselves and they all start busting up laughing because they're like, yeah, what is with her attitude? I know even Heidi was like, what's her attitude? Like what the fuck? But um yeah so then they all like they do that famous question they do it every season why should you stay and who should go and of course everyone picked everyone says they want Jarrell, Koto and Leanne to go to the end and then of course she's crying about it and was like you guys dogged me and then Koto was like what did I say what did (laughs) I say I didn't dog you because at the end she's been Kenley for some reason Rather than going after Jarrell, she goes after Coteau instead. When they ask her who should go, she says Jarrell and Leanne should go to Fashion Week and Cortez shouldn't because she doesn't. She says, I don't remember exactly what she said about Coteau's designs, but she says something negative about him. And then when they get backstage, she was like, I didn't say anything about you. Why'd you go after me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they're all fighting and Kenley is just like I always have to fight I'm like no bitch you always have you always feel like you're fighting because you're a bitch it was a choice call you out she is a Karen before we realize what Karen's were (laughs) she's she's a Kenley yeah seriously I bet if people watch this instead of I don't know why it came up with the name Karen but I'm not sure I don't know it it should have been a Kenley I could totally see her yelling at Starbuck people Oh, for sure. They got her drink wrong. Oh my God. <laughs> You're against me. You're against my day. You're ruining my day. How dare you? How dare you? 
every everyone is working against her. Um, in the end, they decide that Jarrell wins, but it's really on a technicality because he doesn't really get any guarantee of Fashion Week. I know, I thought that was kind of bullshit. I'm glad that they're all going because I am a little curious to see what Kenley does create. Yeah. I knew she was going to be in there anyways because I remember the epic fight argument she gets with Tim Gunn about her wedding dress. But um, I did want to see what all of them did. And so I'm glad that they all get to go. I'm excited. Uh, but I don't remember. I just remember Leanne and Kenley. I don't remember who the third is. And yeah. I'm trying not to look it up. I don't, yeah, I don't want to look it up either. So no next week. Yes. I only know next week. Ugh, two more episodes. Two more episodes. <laughs> well, we got the we got who's in season is six. Is this the finale usually two episodes? Yeah, it's two episodes. Okay, I, and I then you it. also have or then do we have before that? Do we have the It doesn't look like they're doing a reunion. Oh, well, that's a bummer. Maybe because there was just so much footage and they kind of fit in. I would figure they would do reunions since everyone fucking basically hated each other. Let me see if I can find it. You say maybe they didn't do one because they didn't want to deal with it. Well, that'd be yeah. good. It'd be good um, ratings, I would assume, if it gets really nasty. Um, I'm trying to do an episode review and not see who. Just look up like season five reunion. It was Project Runway season five reunion. It doesn't look like they do a reunion. Just a season. Season five episode thirteen finale one. Season five episode fourteen finale part two. Bummer. Well, we don't get to see everyone yell at each other. Okay, here's the first thing when I said reunion. I'm watching them all again on DVD. Almost all of them had a reunion episode, but this season had none of them. Does anyone recall watching a season five reunion episode? Did it air and it didn't put on the DVD? No, there wasn't a reunion. Yeah, there's no reunion. They said low drama. It's the Kenley season. Well, it was, okay, yes, she was drama, but overall it was a boring season, so I could kind of see them being like, it's not worth it. Yeah, I think they're probably just like, you know what, it's just going to be everyone against Kenley, fuck it. (laughs) So, I would have loved to see people confront her and been like, you're a fucking bitch, and then her crying, like, you know, against me. But She'd probably walk out or something. Maybe that's why. Maybe she knew everyone was going to be against her, so she refused to come to the reunion. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe I'll anyway. do a deep dive and try to figure it out. <laughs> anyway, everyone is making collections for Fashion Week, but only three are going to compete. Which is what they did last year, which I actually like it. I don't I don't mind that they do that. It seems kind of heartbreaking, though, that someone has one of them is going to make an entire collection and then be told they don't get to show. Well, they do get to show. Not on TV. Yeah. <laughs> um, they do get to show. But uh, yeah. Then they go backstage and Tim Gunn says, oh, group hug. And Kenley does not participate in the group hug. She sits nearby while everyone else has a group hug. <laughs> I didn't notice that. I guess I'm not and Tim Gunn is like, let bygones be bygones. And she's just like sitting off to the side. But like I said, the, the reason I remember Kenley was for her fight she has with Tim Gunn about when he comes and visits her. Well, that comes up next week. So it'll be next episode. I don't remember exactly what being said, but he talks about her collection and she like fights back and Tim's like, what the fuck? Yeah, that seems to be like her entire thing she doesn't take advice especially she said it in one episode she's like i never take his advice why are you there if you know everything why are you there why are you a housewife why didn't they ask her that because i feel like they they had a perfect chance to ask her that like you had they they straight up say like you have these people that have all this experience that are trying to give you advice like we have you here because we're a fan of yours like, I wish they had just been like, if you think you know so much better than us, why are you here? I wish they know. I really do. I really wish they did ask her that because it is. It's like, if you think you know so much, why aren't you a household name like Michael Kors? Yeah. Why aren't you a household she name? She doesn't like need, like, if she knows all of it already, she doesn't need any of them. She doesn't need Project Runway. Yeah. So dumb. So, I wonder what she's doing now. 
I don't know. I haven't looked it up yet. I'm She's proud. probably a fucking mom now who like goes to every PTA meeting and yells at the principal. <laughs> and at her Starbucks barista. Yeah. I guarantee she probably yells at her kids' teachers constantly if she has kids. She's one of those moms. That's the reason I don't talk to moms. Like when I do drop <laughs> off, I don't talk to them. I they probably think I'm a bitch, but I'm just like, I have no interest and it freaks me out when other moms are all talking together and I'm just like I could just tell you're one of those moms but yeah you want to conclude it sure project runways Kenley Collins arrested for assault (gasps) (laughs) she told I could see her beating someone up she probably this was like 2009 (laughs) this was like right after project runway how did I forget about this? Brash reality star faces two charges after allegedly going after her ex-fiance in the face with a laptop. She beat someone up with a laptop? Yeah. She struck struck a male in the head and face with a computer. Did the charges get <laughs> he <dropped>? was sleeping. <gasps> According to earlier reports from TMZ, the reality star allegedly attacked her sleeping ex-fiance with her pet cat, several apples, and a laptop. The website she attacked also- him with a cat? She attacked him with a cat. Oh, water, several apples, and laptops. So she must have just been, like, throwing a bunch of stuff at him. She was being held in jail. I wonder what he did. I mean, I don't condone violence, and I'm glad he called the cops, because I know a lot of things that, like, oh, men can't be abused by their girlfriend. Yes, they can uh oh my god she pled guilty uh so she probably just got probation she received a 120 dollar fine for a reduced charge of disorderly conduct oh wait when's this was just in 2020 that's 11 years later no she had to did something else you don't get charge 11 years that's why i'm confused why one article was from 2009 it was a people article and well this is updated december 1st 2020 why would they have updated it 11 years later how do you spell her name am i spelling it wrong oh yeah i'm spelling it right it's the same yeah her she attacked she threw her pet cat at her sleeping (laughs) ex-fiance she was given a 120 dollars fine and a two-year protection order prohibiting her from contacting her ex Oh my god. Okay, I'm gonna do a deep dive in this crazy bitch. Oh my god. I guess um she received a reduced order because her ex-fiance never had to receive any medical treatment. She claims she did not use her pet as a weapon, saying (laughs) that she put it on the bed gently. No content, just be like, she's she's her pet at someone. (laughs) Henley, you beat people. (laughs) There's an article from Glamour saying she turns into a crazy cat lady, like for real. (laughs) I can't find anything more recent than that. Project Runway's Kenley Collins arrested for felinous assault. That's what your name in the episode. That's what your name in the episode. Okay, I gotta take some screenshots for a moment. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. <laughs> this bitch is crazy. She's oh, next she level. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. That is like Amber County backwoods shit right there. Okay, she has an Instagram account. She does have children. Can you message her and be like, do you do you do you discipline <laughs> not your children that. with your cat? I'm not doing that. Are you a PTA mom who brings their cat as a weapon to all of the meetings? Is it like a paddle? We're gonna get like a nasty email, you realize. <laughs> we are going to end up getting an email. She doesn't, she doesn't have a spanking paddle, she has a cat. <laughs> oh my god. Hard from owning cats. I would hope a judge would say. <laughs> 
I am looking to see if she owns any cats and I don't see any in any pictures. Oh my god. I will never forget this. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna like be in the middle of sleep and I'm gonna pop up and be like, oh my god, Kenley beats people with cats. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna have a horror dream tonight. Oh my god, that's what we're she, gonna write. We're gonna write. She says she did not use the cat as a We're gonna write our our horror comedy and we're gonna name the main character Kenley and she uses cats. <laughs> that's my like cat. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. I wonder if you said it was a year after, and I think she ends up on a on an all-stars. I wish someone would be like, stay away, like keep the cat away from me. I don't want to be don't threaten me with your cat. I don't think she's in fashion anymore because her Instagram account says she's a real estate agent. I believe it. Well, I mean, fashion is like a, one of the hardest industries to get in and stay in. Yeah. Oh my god, that is so fucking funny. I I need the password for the Blood Orange Instagram so I can message her. <laughs> um, it's the same password we use for everything, which I'm not gonna say on the podcast, and we haven't ended yet. Oh yeah, no, end it. This has been another episode of Blood Orange. We are so pretentious. You can hear us on all podcast platforms. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Blood Orange Wasp. We'll be back next week with season five, episode thirteen.